This is episode 224 of the Fearless Launching Show. Now, if I were to ask you what stage of business you're in, what would you say? Are you in the discovery or creation stage? Are you in the launcher business stage? Are you launching it right now? Have it? Are you just about to launch it and let people know you're open for business? Or are you in the building phase? So no matter what the results are, no matter if it's going well or not, would, would you say you're in that phase? Well, guess what, guys? My guest today has some ways for you to figure out where you are, some mistakes you might be making, if, especially if you're in that build phase. And we're joined by Michelle Ward. She is best known as the When I Grow Up coach, and she's going to be talking about these stages and what we can learn, even if we're thinking we're in the building phase. I am so thrilled to be joined by her, and I've known about Michelle for years, as you'll find out where I first learned about her. And I'm just excited for this conversation. She's got a ton of energy. You're going to love this conversation. And I can't wait. See you on the inside. Hi, I'm Ann Samoylov, and I've helped some of the biggest online entrepreneurs and business owners have successful six and seven figure product launches. By working in the trenches offline to produce movies, TV shows, video games, I've discovered so many different ways to launch creative ideas. And the question is, do you have to copy what your guru says in order to have a successful launch? Do you have to use their done for you system in order to have success, in order to achieve your goals in business? I say no. This is the Fearless Launching Show featuring myself and an ongoing cast of characters, friends who join me in discussing business, launching, life, and balancing it all and having an amazing time doing it. Let's get into today's episode. All right. Well, welcome to the podcast, Michelle. I am, like I said before we started, I'm so excited <laughs> to talk to you today because I feel like I've kind of known about you for years and I saw you at the World Domination Summit. Oh my gosh. Um, which like, I mean, it was kind of a lifetime ago. It was before I fully left working with Laura Roeder and mm. I was just kind of just getting my feet under me in terms of what it was going to be like when I went out on my own. And so I hope you don't mind. I might actually post that video if that's okay. Post like it's a public it. Oh, one. for sure. It's public. I'm not like, you know, taking it off of any private sites, but like I, yeah. I just, I think it's just so, I love it. Oh, that's amazing. I am so happy and excited to be here and talking with you. And that, oh my God, that WDS, I guess, was in 2012. So, you know, it's funny. I often feel like I'm an, you know, internet business owner (laughs) dinosaur because I have been around for over 10 years and I know can imagine you feel similarly of like, oh my God, my business started in this way with this person and now it's shifted and, and evolved and it really is. I mean, you know, For those, real. oh my gosh, seven years could be like a lifetime. It feels that way sometimes. You're right. Yeah. And I keep telling myself, well, some people who did start when I was starting and I, it was the same kind of year from like 2012 uh-huh. was the first year mm-hmm. that I did my like I launched my own thing even though it was working with other people and working for someone else I was just like I'm making this happen I don't care I'm not gonna right. you know so that it was a weird bridge full-time job yes, yes but I didn't know yes. it at the time it was kind right. of a weird so anyways for forget about me though because <laughs> I want to know more about you and I you know I know 
I know you have a really amazing story. I'd love it if you would share a little bit of how you um, started your business yeah. and why you started your business. Yeah. I know the I know a little bit of the story, so but I want I want to hear it from you so I can okay. you know. I'll try to give you the short version. Interrupt <laughs> me at any point in time. Sometimes okay. I pass and sometimes I fail. Um, <laughs> but the you know it started back uh, when I was just a wee lass. Um, I'm only half kidding. Uh, I always wanted to be on Broadway. I feel like that's when my business started. Almost when I was six years old and said I want to be on Broadway, and I chased that dream for 20 years. I went to NYU. I went to Tisch School of the Arts. I got my BFA in musical theater. I did a whole bunch of, you know, glamorous and like not at all glamorous jobs, mostly not at all glamorous jobs. Um, when I was out of college and in my mid to late 20s, I finally was able to look in the mirror and say to myself, I still love performing, but I hate the business part of show business and I do not want to do this anymore. So I was one of those annoying kids, you know, who you would say, what do you want to be when you grow up? And I knew, and like, I knew the answer from a very young age. And the answer was always the same. Um, but once I came to terms with the fact that I did not want to pursue acting and performing as my profession, then it was this huge identity crisis of, of oh my gosh, like, well, who even am I? And what am I going to do every Thursday if I'm not getting the backstage paper with all the auditions and putting them in my Philofax? Because that's how long ago. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Philofaxes are in, dude. So I know, I I'm loving my Philofax. I'm back in them right now. That's and I'm like, woo. That's amazing. I'm, I'm Bujo all the way. I'm Bullet Journal all the way. But like I could do it in my Philofax too. But anyway, <laughs> totally different conversation. I'm already making this story longer. Though. I have That's the Bujo style as well. So just yes. I know you can. Yes. Bujo Philofax. <laughs> um, so, you know, it was this huge, huge, huge thing. And I think because I spent, you know, 20 years um, pursuing a career that I loved, it was unacceptable for me to think of the next 40 years of my life um, from being in my you know mid to late 20s until the point where I was going to be able to retire and think that I was just going to get a quote-unquote grown-up job right mm -hmm. I mean my dad would come home from work every night and we would say to him how's work today and he would say to us without fail uh, it's called work because it's not play, but I guess mm -hmm. if we want to eat, I'll have to go back tomorrow. And I guess I just rebelled against that in every way, shape, or form. And even though I had no performers or creative people in my family, they were really supportive um, about my own aspirations. And to me, I just, I wasn't as optimistic back then as I am now. Now I'm extremely optimistic. Um, but back then I was not. And I didn't think I could find something that I would be as passionate about as I was about performing. But I just felt at least hopeful that like, okay, I could find, I could figure out what's at least going to interest me. Um, and at least going to be something that is going to feel somewhat fulfilling. I didn't want to just get any sort of job, but I also did want those grown up things that I did not have ever like, you know, a 401k and health yeah. insurance and like these mythical things that as an actor <laughs> are just, you know, elude you. Um, so my first, when I really set out to discover what it is I wanted to do when I grew up at the ripe old age of, you know, 27, 28, um, the first realization I had, which I lovingly call my oh crap balls moment was I need to be an entrepreneur to be happy. And 
I was upset with that right away because that I knew was the hard path. It was like, oh my, oh my, I, I spent all of this time doing the hard thing and trying to make it as an actor and essentially kind of being an entrepreneur because you have to yeah. sell yourself in that way. For sure. And I just was hoping all signs would point to like accountant or something. <laughs> <laughs> an easy track, right? I wish I wanted to be a lawyer or whatever that to me just seemed a lot easier that there was this like very linear path that was like rolled out to you so I realized I wanted to be an entrepreneur and then I said oh great okay well if I want to be an entrepreneur then what am I going to offer and my second oh crap moment was realizing that I wanted to be the career coach that I needed at the time and couldn't find so I wanted to be a career coach for creative people. Um, and when I started my business, it, I thought it was going to be something very different than what it turned out to be, uh, in a good way, Mm. but I went about it. Then I tried to figure out, well, how am I going about this? Cause I have no training in any way, shape or form. And then the third oh crap balls moment was, oh my God, I'm going to get certified as a life coach, which like <laughs> back in 2007, um, it still has a little bit of a stigma, a yeah. little, less, less of a stigma now. But back then it was like, oh, well, you're going to like read my aura and, you know, try to give me some <laughs> crystals to put in my bra too. Like, and that was and now I am that person that puts crystals in, in their bra. Um, but back then I was like, I don't maybe. Think. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> back then, now I'm like, yes, definitely. Here are your crystals. Um, but back then I was very much, this isn't who I am. And I don't want people to see me this way. And no one's going to take me seriously. And I've already looked so flaky and ridiculous. And blah, 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 blah. Um, but I knew that's what I had to do. So yeah. the very first thing I did um, to start my business was to get a new, what I call now, like a new Briggs job. Um, And I was in a job when I came to this realization where the boss made me psychosomatic. And Mm. I was riding the subway one day, lived in New York City. I was at this job for about a year. And I had to run off the subway to dry heave in the Union Square station Mm. platform in rush hour, like one of the busiest subway stations in New York City. And the job had such a psychological hold on me that I didn't just go home and call in sick. I went above ground. I walked 20 blocks to the office. I took my laptop and my BlackBerry, because this is how long ago it was, uh, and Mm -hmm. said to my colleagues, who were all lovely and amazing, like, I just dry heaved in Union Square. I need to go home, and I'm going to work from home today. And the second I left, I felt fine. And I just knew, like, I I was not going to be able to get my certification, launch my business and stuff in this mindset with a verbally abusive boss. Um, and so I got a job as an executive assistant at a financial financial consultancy company, which still makes me laugh to this day because it was <laughs> the weirdest, funniest fit for someone like me. That's hilarious. Um, <laughs> hilarious. But the manager was a former actress and she liked, liked, liked to hire actors, which was amazing. And I was at that job for two years and seven months and I gave my notice in March of 2010, and I have not had to look back since, knock on wood. So it has been quite a, a ride, and I am just so hashtag blessed to be the when I grow up coach of all stupid, silly things to go do and be starting in the middle of a recession all the way, you know, nine years later. Oh, my goodness. Well, I, I love that, and, you know, I totally hear what you're saying because I've definitely over the years have always known that like I can't you know I just couldn't like 
sign on for all the the mm. yeses and doing this yeah. and staying late. And I just could never completely invest myself in any jobs. And I've had my share of those kinds of abusive jobs. And even now, uh-huh. like sometimes I'll say that I start feeling that old feeling if I even work uh-huh. with clients too long, because oh, yeah. then it starts to feel a little bit like a job and you're mm. like, uh-uh, but it's not, it's, it's mm-hmm. completely your control, like what's Absolutely. happening. But at the same time, you start getting that old kind of feeling like, yeah. um, and yeah, I've had, I've had a boss that I was, um, it was when I, I actually quit the corporate kind of scene. I decided to get certified in Pilates for like, uh-huh. and teach that for like seven years uh-huh. or six years. And during that process, I worked with a woman and I remember having like this insane rash all over my body, all of a sudden, out of nowhere. And I didn't know what the problem was, but something just kind of clicked where I was like, I think it's that woman. It's her. (laughs) And so, so get this, Michelle, I quit that job. I told her I quit. Within a week, the rash was gone. And within a month, I was pregnant with my daughter. (laughs) So clearly, that was what needed to happen. Because my, I was just like, my body obviously does not handle stress. When, or like a complete revulsion I don't know what the word is towards a situation and I feel like nobody does it's just whether or not you're gonna listen to your body you know what I mean I I, there are so many stories of just oh yeah I have these physical problems (laughs) and like oh oh, and once I quit my job they were fine like it just (laughs) sometimes takes a really long time to listen to it in really extreme measures of oh well when I wound up in the hospital and had a heart attack maybe I realized my job was too stressful. (laughs) Well, the thing is, yeah, it's because sometimes we for we stop listening to ourselves, so then our body's like, I'm taking over here. We're dealing with this. You're getting out of here. Bye. So anyway, so I I love that. I really do love that story, though. I'm sure that when you were in it, there was a there were a lot of really tough moments. And just like, like you said, you're like, there, there's another aha moment. There's another Mm -hmm. one. There's another one. I got to do this. And you're right back back in those days. Yeah, back in the we're in the dinosaurs. Back in the day. Right. um, Back in the day, the you know, it was it was definitely coming online and working, doing anything like that didn't like, like what you were talking about, getting certified as a life coach. Those things were just like, huh? Like people in your life would be like, what? Um, I don't get that. And even like now I feel like it's kind of a little bit easier for people to understand, but it still isn't for a lot of people. Oh, a million percent. And there's a reason why the core group of friends I had back in 2000 and seven when I made that decision um through you know 2010 when I left my job are like not my core group of friends anymore and they haven't been for a long time yeah um and I tell my clients to like get ready because if you want to you know I I work with creative women on discovering their dream business and launching their dream business and boosting or building their dream business um but especially for the ones who are just like saying it out loud and just starting to talk to people about it and just starting to take the first steps. Um, Or those who are maybe like side hustling, but are very like hush hush about it and not really telling people. (laughs) And they need to like open their mouths more if they want to actually, you know, get the clients and make real money or get the customers they need and make the sales they need. Um, And they'll say, well, I'm not supported by this. And this person doesn't really understand. And, And I, and I'm like, 
this is a huge identity shift. This is a huge identity shift for you. This is a huge um, identity shift for the people that think they know you really well. And who are you? Who are you? What? What are you talking about? And there are going to be a lot of people, you know, if you keep following that road to be an entrepreneur and really step up and talk about what you're doing and have people see you in this new way, um, you're going to shed a lot of relationships, but I promise you, like, they're not going to be the good, solid, supportive relationships. They're going to be the relationships that are either totally toxic, um, or those people that you just feel judged by all the time. Like that, it's going to be in the best way possible. And you're going to find your people and it's going to be amazing that, you know, the people that understand what you're, what you're doing. And even if it's not their thing, they're going to respect you and they're going to think it's cool. And that, and then you're going to find the people who like, are walking this path with you and are going to be your, you know, mastermind group or the people that you're calling to talk about your lunches with. Or you're going to World Domination Summit or other conferences with. Exactly, exactly. (laughs) Or the coach that you hired to help you or whatnot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I love that. Just that that there is that early stage where you're just kind of like kind of keeping it secret and you don't feel supported, but it's kind of because you're keeping it secret, you know? Right, right. So those are definitely... I'm just like, I'm, I'm reflecting right now on those days for myself as well. So um, now I'm going to, I'm going to like kind of switch because you were talking about yeah. like the boosting or building your business phase. Yeah. And so I know that you work with the people at various stages, you know, whether they're just coming up with that idea or they don't even know, but they know something, they know mm-hmm. they have to change something. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love that you're, so do you call yourself a career coach now too is business that coach. business business coach because mm-hmm. I think I think that's a bit like I think you know we can I I kind of forget that yes this is a business that I'm running mm-hmm. but this mm-hmm. is also my career my career is being totally an entrepreneur true. you know totally true I I switch from career coach for creative people to then like career coach for creative women to then business coach for creative women because right. It became evident to me once I opened my eyes and really started looking at who I was working with, um, the like the vast majority of women that have worked with me wanted to be business owners. Mm. And I'm not the person who is going to help you with your resume or help you like make your LinkedIn profile great or help you even discover what's the more traditional career that's best for you. Um, right. I was kind of all things to all people for a while and I could still like I have friends come to me, you know, with resume questions and traditional job questions. I have a friend going through a job search right now and I feel like I'm, I'm helpful. Um, in mm-hmm. some of the things that I say, but I have people that are like, no, you need to go to this person. You need to go to Brooklyn resume studio. You need to go to job Jenny. Like they're going to take care of you with that stuff. And I'm here to help the women who are like, yep, I know I want a business. Now what do I do? Or like, yep, I know my business idea and what I want to offer, but oh my gosh, how do I get it out of my brain and into the world? Or like, here, I'm working in my my dream business. This is my dream business. This is like the business I want to, you know, show up for and make really successful, but something about it is not working. Mm -hmm. Help me. Well, I want to definitely dive into that, um, that phase, because I feel like there's a lot of, um, I think 
there's a lot of people who come to in my world who are thinking, okay, I'm ready to launch this thing. I've got this or I'm selling something else, but I'm ready to do this. Mm-hmm. Or maybe they've already tried to do, like you said, they've already been doing a little bit of it, making a little bit of progress, but then feeling like just something isn't working. Yeah. So, yeah. so I'm just curious, like how, first of all, like when you first talk to people and maybe, I don't know if I'm, this is okay if I'm asking this, but I'm wondering, sure. you know, cause Sometimes people will come to you and like, here's the deal. And you might talk to them a little bit, be like, well, actually, here's where you really are in the process. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's mm-hmm. not working yet. Like, mm-hmm. how do you know, how does, um, how do you know where someone mm-hmm. truly is in this process? And like, mm-hmm. how do you, you know, what are some of the signs that people mm-hmm. are, you know, that when you're yeah. first talking to people? Yeah. Well, if someone comes to me and they already have their business up and running and they need to grow it, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, normally, oh, I'm, I'm, I, I don't know. I've acquired this, I don't know, like six cents uh, in the last 11 years that I've been doing this work. Like I could go to their website and tell right away, like, what is up? <laughs> yeah. What's up? <laughs> and sometimes clients come to me and I'm like, look at their website and I look at their marketing materials and I look at their social media stuff and I get, and I could immediately say, oh, I know why this is not working. Um, <laughs> and then there are clients who come to me where, oh, their websites look good. And oh, their messaging is on point. And oh, it looks like they have, you know, some engaged stuff. And then it'll take the conversation to be like, all right, well, what's really happening you know why are why are we here and sometimes they'll say everything looks good externally but mm, I'm not really pitching myself anywhere or I'm not able to bring any new people on or I'm not (laughs) I talked to someone recently had a consultation call um with someone who like her website was amazing and it just seemed like maybe her offers weren't quite right with she wanted to work with um there was a little bit of like potential confusion as to the offers are, but like everything else was really good. And I said to her, well, are you, you know, like, do we need to look at streamlining your offers? Do we need to look at, you know, how visible you are doing it? And she, and she kind of laughed and she's like, I know I need to do all of those things, but you know what I'm doing, Michelle, I'm spending like hours changing my stock photos. <laughs> like, yeah, that's not getting you clients. Like, and she was able to recognize it. Like I'm not doing. And I, and I find that so many of my clients that are in that space they've tricked themselves into thinking they're doing the work because they are doing the busy work, but they're not doing the real work that it, the real work, the vulnerable work, the scary work, the step out into your spotlight. Um, and like, I, none of my clients want to market themselves. They all feel like slimy salespeople because they're all like kind, lovely women. Um, <laughs> but you have to pick up the megaphone at certain points and tell people that you exist. Like this is not field of dreams. If you build the best website with the most perfect offer at the best pricing at like imaginable, they will not come if they yeah. don't know about it. So, yeah. um, you know, it's kind of like, uh, partially, you know, putting on that coaching hat and saying, well, you might externally look really successful in this business or this might look really good, but what feels off kilter to you and the, and the business that you want to be building and who you want to be working with. And, and then there's that consulting hat. That's just like, 
yeah, this this thing is a hot mess and let's fix that right now. Yeah. yeah. Well, what I find is interesting is that people, um, and I feel like you kind of hit on it when you shared what that what the woman kind of said back to you. Uh-huh, said, I feel like uh-huh. people kind of know yeah. what they're not doing. They kind of yeah. know, even if they're not willing to look at it directly. And so that's that's why a coach can be really great to kind of reflect that back to you with some questions about yeah. what you're actually spending your time on. Um, and I'm just, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking of a few people that even just this past year, I mean, there are artists who previously were just not saying, hey, I have this new collection that I'm creating Uh and you can get it right here. Uh You know, they just weren't saying that in any direct way. And so as soon as they did, they were making sales. (laughs) Yes, exactly. It could be that easy, right? But Mm -hmm. I think too, there's uh, being online and having a, you know, an internet business. I'm just going to keep saying it that way. (laughs) I will too. Yeah, good. Thank you. It's internet. Like, I'm going to be doing air quotes over here. Internet Perfect. business. Thank you. Internet <laughs> business. Um, quote unquote. Uh, it's such a blessing and a curse because there is such overwhelm and there is such anxiety and there is such like my clients come to me. And I think especially because they're usually big ideas women and they are multi-passionate and they're highly creative and they're really smart and they are used to like taking care of business. And making things happen. and But what they have in their head usually when they come to me is like, and I need to learn to be an internet rock star. And I need to learn how to, like, what my sales funnel is. And I need, you know, to do a live webinar every week to bring in leads. And I need to blah, 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 blah. And I need to have a perfect onboarding process. And, like, mm-hmm. they try to consume all the information for all of those things. And then it's just analysis paralysis. They cannot prioritize. They get, they're trying to do everything at once. And they, this is, this is why business coaches have business coaches. I can't do this for myself either. Um, then they look at this list of like these six really big things and they just go, I don't freaking know what to do. And so they'll kind of get this baseline knowledge of each of those things, but they can't actually put it into practice and they can't actually follow through because it's just too messy and too cluttered and they're too overwhelmed and then they can't think straight and then, then it's game over. Yeah, I mean, I definitely see, I definitely see that in lots of forms. Um, mm-hmm. um, also, there might be someone who who continues to have like tech issues, but the tech issues really aren't the issue. Um, <laughs> right. That that's just, I mean, there are there are tech technology issues, which as um, as we're recording this, it's Mercury and retrograde, and there have uh-huh. been lots, mm-hmm. um, but. But I, I do I I do think that sometimes we kind of think the problem is in one place and it's really in another. Yes, um, exactly, exactly. So okay, so you're I, I've seen like some of your blog posts are actually about writing your about page mm-hmm. and like just very specific tasks. So I think are which I love those because I do think we forget about these places on our website that we can easily uh-huh. improve. And I'm, I'm just curious, like if you were to give someone else before they come to you, mm-hmm. let's say if, like some, some like, I guess advice, like before you come uh-huh. to me, do this, this, and this, like, what would you have them do so that they really felt like, okay, I'm, I've got these things set so that now yeah. Michelle and I can get to work. Yeah. What would you tell them? I'm just curious. I mean, oh, it's, 
I know it's hard because it's different for everybody, but. Totally, totally. I mean, the first thing that popped into my head is like your mission statement and like who you want to work with. Um, And it's funny because that's, I could come in and I could help someone with that. And I'm usually not to toot my own horn or be a jerk about it a little bit. Like I could usually help a client with that pretty quickly. Um, And like doing the actual work. So I guess maybe, okay, here's my answer. Coming to me with like, what is working in your business for yeah. you and for the people that you work with? Um, yeah. What is not working in your business for you and the people that you work with? And like, what are, what are your goals and your visions for your business? Um, and I think just coming in with that would allow me slash us to be able to figure out what's, what's the prescription, so to yeah. say, and what order are we working on things and what needs to change and what needs to be streamlined, what needs to be stay the same. But like, again, because it's different for everyone. It really um, is. It, it is. really is. But I think if they know like, and that's the whole reason they're seeking a coach, right? No one hires a coach because everything in their business is going great. But like <laughs> something isn't working and what I care about and hopefully how I'm different too is that I want to know what your vision is for your business and who you want to be working with and what you want to be working with them on because if that's not what you're doing and you're you could be working in a and you could be having some offer that people are clamoring for but if you are dragging ass to that offer and going oh, I don't want to do I hate <laughs> you know being, whatever then we got to find a way to fix that so I'm yeah. always looking for that sweet spot between like what's the overlap between what you as the business owner want to be working on and who you want to be working with and how you feel valued and fulfilled and like what your prospective client or customer is going to find valuable and get their best results from like wherever that overlap is let's build that together um yeah I love those questions by the way I love the questions that you they have people come with because I think also what that does is provides you with like a gate like you're like okay so this it it shows you how aware they are like once you get to talking you'll be like remember how you said this remember how we discovered this remember that this is it you said this this was working but it's actually not or this isn't working but actually that is you know so it shows their kind of um I don't know. It shows it. It sets like a baseline for how aware are they of what is working, what isn't working in their business, what they are excited about, what you know, and mm-hmm. that that's valuable information in itself. I think um, a, a million percent. And you know, uh, I'm laughing because I'm thinking of like the bit. You know, I call it the quotable questions, but it's my intake form when I get a new client. Mm, I'm like, yeah. So there's plenty of stuff they need to answer and and figure out before we have our first session because I don't want to take any time talking about how oh, you got this business off the ground why are you do it and what's it like I want to go into the first session knowing all that so we could just get take off and running but That's I call sure. it the quotable questions because I'm known to then use that information against that client and just be well you know you said in your quotable <laughs> questions and this and this and this and like I'll remind them of it for better or for worse and they go yeah oh. Yeah, I did say that, didn't I? Mm-hmm, uh-huh, uh-huh. Well, I think this is all great, though, because I th- I do believe that people, I mean, 
you know, you, you definitely see things out there for people who are looking to start, let's say, co- their own coaching businesses or consulting businesses. Yeah. Like how to make 10K in one month. Do this. Like no, there is a specific prescription because there's not. And everyone kind of comes into it at a different with a completely set of different circumstances. So, so you can't, I mean, sure, you might be able to glean something from those trainings or whatever they uh-huh. are. But uh-huh. um, if you want something that is really truly going to be building your business, as opposed to giving you that yeah. spot result. Yes, yes. Yes. yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Amen and hallelujah. And yeah, I mean, here's the thing, right? Like I, without exception, I work with women who want to feel valued and fulfilled by what they're doing. So, so the people that are like, make $10,000 in a month, I mean, besides like, no, most people are not going to get that result. Um, I don't get the woman who's like, just tell me what I need to do to make $10,000 next month. Or just tell me what to do that's going to make me rich. I don't have to care about, I don't have to be invested in it. Like, just what should I sell that's going to make, I don't, I don't get those people. So for me, what's really important and this is a simplification of everything that I do for, for my clients is that my client, hopefully in the very near future, after we start working together, wakes up in the morning and thinks of the day that, that she has ahead and goes, huh, I'm looking forward to the vast majority of that day. Like that's it. That's what we're, (laughs) we're looking for and knowing how much time and energy and attention our careers and our business and our work takes. I mean, if you're thinking of your day, five days of the week, it's mostly going to be work stuff. And so I want you to just feel like I am totally chill and happy with like what I get to work on, who I get to work with. I'm so glad that I get to pick my kid up from, from the bus because I can make my own schedule. I'm going to go to a noon yoga class because that is going to be like, I'm not good working out in the morning or at night. And I love this. Like I'm so just having that stuff, it doesn't all need to be also like my business must give me life or else. I, no, <laughs> no, like that can't be what I, I need this. I need this. It needs to light me up. You know, I tell my, it needs just, to light me up exactly, all the time. I tell my, my, the, the women who comes to me for like the discover, mm-hmm. do not expect to come up with your business idea feel like you were just hit by energetic lightning that turns you into Snow White who dances with the animals in the forest all the time. And unless you think of your business idea and it makes you feel that way 24 seven, then it's the wrong business idea. I was like that, like that's the expectation I feel like society sets up as to when you're in the right job, this is how you're going to be when you're in that, you know, purpose, blah, blah, blah. Like that's how you should feel all the time. And if you don't, then it's wrong. Um, so I always say that upfront, like this is not, this is not how this is going to be experienced. Yeah. Because that would be manic a little bit. It would be manic and it would <laughs> just be, I just don't know a single person that can love and be excited by every single aspect of their business. I kind of compare it a little bit to like buying a house mm-hmm. or renting an apartment where you have a wish list. And there's probably eight things on that wish list. You will never find the house that has all eight things. It's mm-hmm. just not going to happen. Happen. Something has to give. And so get ready that like yeah. <laughs> we have 
maybe our eight things that we want to do, or, you know, I call them the, the puzzle pieces that we want to hit, but like, we are not finding the, the thing that is going to hit on all of those eight things. Yeah. And like, it's just totally unrealistic otherwise. Yeah, I love that. And I, I always like, I always, the, the approach I take too is, you know, people come in wanting to like have this big giant mega launch of some uh-huh. sort. And I always uh-huh. talk to them about layering things on because that's that's what's going to lead eventually to their whatever, that mega oh, launch sure. that they eventually want to have. And I think that by the same token, you know, you, when you're starting with people, you, I'm sure that like, that's that's a great thing to remember is that things aren't going to look like that today, but right. like they'll feel great getting there. It'll feel yeah. like, oh, wow, yeah. okay, I'm making progress. This is good. Yeah. Um, so I love that. Um, so I've got... I've got like one more question for you and it's really because I I love chatting with you I feel like we could probably get a little bit a little bit nutty after a while together (laughs) like and I I I think so too and because we're internet business owners we're internet business owners quote unquote with an accent with a weird weird accent gosh but I want to know what what are you excited about right now like what are you working on that you're excited about and and as of this recording yeah <laughs> that I promise not to post a year as after the fact recording. and you're like eh. six months from now um no <laughs> as of this later. recording oh god you know it feels like this really pivotal year for my business almost um I'm doing a whole bunch of new things and I've I've kind of made a lot of my offers into like these official programs um that for the first time in a very long time I'm running them all like by myself without collaborators or co-coaches or whatever and that has been amazing um so I'm really excited that the women who signed up for my very first like year-long program are about a quarter of the way through and they are all exactly where they're supposed to be so like phew I'm excited yes um I'm really excited that I'm taking my Discover Your Dream Business program, which um, I have run as like small group live programs before, and I'm evolving that into an on-demand course for a lower price point that also nice. still has a live component where I'm showing up and where we still have calls and I'm still able to give you feedback on what I see for you and all of that stuff. So I'm re- retooling that, which is amazing. Um, awesome. And then my, my, my program's 90 Day Business Launch, um, build your, which is a one-on-one program that does just that pretty self-explanatory. Um, I have a six month mastermind called build your client base that will open up again, um, in June for the July through December session that like, Oh my gosh, the women that have been in there are killing it. And honestly, um, I can't, I can't keep that as small as I've wanted it to be. I just keep having, like I keep working with clients and I'm like, now that we're done with 90 day business launch or whatever, you need to go into this mastermind. So when I open the doors in June, like maybe there'll be one spot you left. I don't know, but that's been what those women have been doing are amazing. And then I have, um, I rebranded my just like one-on-one program that worked with existing business owners to help them boost their this is I've rebranded that into boost your dream business. Um, and so 
I'm just, I'm, con- I'm continuously working with one-on-one clients, but I open up applications for that like once a quarter ish. Um, and that has been amazing. Cause that's just like, let me meet you where you are and exactly what we've been talking about. And then let's figure out the prescription and the priority and like the action plan to get momentum and move forward and like actually do the work that gets the clients in the door. You know what? I just, I got to say, I love how you gush about your clients. <laughs> I love that. Because I love doing that too. I get a little bit over the top sometimes where I'm like, oh yeah. my gosh, I just love, like today, like I love interviewing my um, my students for the podcast because I just be like, yeah. okay, so what are you doing? Yeah. Yeah, Let's get totally. into this. Like it just, totally. it, it makes me so happy to celebrate them. So I love that you're celebrating their progress and just what they're up to. I love that. I love, I, I, I honestly, like, you're like, I love myself. that too. <laughs> I pinched myself. I mean, nine years from tomorrow, it was my, uh, from when we're recording this is my, it's my ninth entrepreneur anniversary tomorrow. Oh. And I just, I still look at the heavens and go, oh my gosh, how have I been able to do this work? Like, and how did these women who have been sent from above continue to find me? Like, I just feel so honored and privileged to go on any part of this journey with them and being their, their guide through it all is like, Oh my gosh, just like, I'm, I have no words. I have no words. Obviously it's amazing. I love them. Well, I, this has been awesome. Um, I definitely want to have a follow-up conversation maybe soon and stuff. Anytime. So maybe, maybe like before you, um, start applications if there are even any yeah. that can apply yeah. because it yeah. sounds like yeah. people might just roll right over there um it might. it might you know so let me ask you then how can people get to know you like where can they go to visit you is it your website yes my website my website my website so when i grow up when I grow up coach.com is my site. You'll find links there to my Instagram which I'm um pretty active on you will find a link to my private Facebook group, which, um, actually I don't think there's a link there because if you sign up for any of my email lists, um, you'll not only get like my 10 top articles from the last 10 years having to do with (laughs) whether you need help discovering, launching or, or building your dream business. And you just check off what you need help with. Um, but it'll give you access to my private Facebook group. And right now there's like 1200 women in there who are just like dream business creators and are awesome. So that's, you know, online where I'm most engaged. But um, yeah, if you're, I made things really easy. You could find everything you need from my homepage. But if you're looking to boost your dream business and you want that one-on-one attention, you could go to whenigrowupcoach.com slash boost. If you want, if you're like, oh, that mastermind sound is intriguing, you could go to whenigrowupcoach.com slash build. Um, otherwise, whenigrowupcoach.com slash discover is for the you really, I gotta yeah. just say, you really organized yeah. that oh, site. Woo. I was like, oh, this is super clear. I love this. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. And I have to tell you, Anne, I am an overcomplicator by nature. Like <laughs> anyone that works with me, I tell them up front, like, okay, you're my VA. I just want to let you know that I overcomplicate everything. So please don't be shy and telling me when I'm being ridiculous. And please don't hate me when I take you for a walk around this huge project and you're like, why didn't we do it this way? And please save me from myself. Same thing with my business coach. I'm like, I just want to let you know I'm going to come with you. Like, here's my ideas and blah, blah. And this is why I'm all about, you know, we all need help. We all need the coach. We all need the person that's going to like hold up a mirror to what we're doing and say, oh, no, 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 no,
stop and like save us from ourselves and take us to the next level way quicker than we could for ourselves. I love that. Okay, so Michelle is going to save you from yourself. (laughs) But we all need that coach. I love it. So Michelle, thank you again for for joining me today. And I will make sure to put all of your links, anything that I can find, plus that video um, on the the show notes page. So you can see what a true internet business owner looks like. Internet business dinosaur from All right, Michelle, it's been amazing getting to know you and chatting with you today. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you want to read the show notes or any other little comments that I have about today's episode, any links that we shared, and you want to learn how to connect more with Michelle, make sure to head over to ansamoylove.com forward slash 224. I loved this episode and I love chatting with Michelle. So if you want to hear more from her, let me know because we're already planning to do this again, but I want to make sure that you want it too. So again, if you are just listening to this for the very first time, you know what, head over to, what is it, iTunes or Stitcher or any of those great podcast apps and subscribe so that you get notified when I have new episodes that go live. And guess what? We go live every single week, Thursday, sometime in the middle of the night. Um, So join us. I hope to hear from you. And as always, you can always read all the show notes, catch up Netflix style over on the blog at ansamorelove.com. I'll talk to you soon. Take care.